0: What's up, bro? Let me say something else too about Mo Patton. Mo has done it all. I mean he's covered the Titans, he's covered the Vols, he's done high school. He's a fantastic writer. He's now actually hosting a talk show every day in Columbia that is
1: outstanding. Mo, you know me cause we've covered high school sports for years together, ever since I moved here. You were one of the first people I met and I just adore you.
2: Tis the season to be hectic.
1: I will say it is the craziest time of year. Everyone's like, oh, it's the most wonderful time of year. I'm like, oh, it's the busiest time of year. But I got to tell you, it's my favorite. A season
2: full of joy and cheer.
1: I can't tell you how many times in the middle of our show, I have sent those two fools a text and said, yo, get back on track.
2: (laughs) Cut their mic. But the show's just getting started. Oh, well, it is the holiday season. With the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sun Drop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow, this is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back in to the top of our number two. Excited to be here with you on this Thursday edition talking college football just about the rest of the way. And Mo, if you didn't know, part of our pick'em includes Jackson State and the Celebration Bowl. So, should be fun. Um... Yesterday was early National Signing Day. And our friends on West End put the victory flag up, JP. anchor down, baby. They called called signing day a win for Vanderbilt football. Thought that was... Let me ask you something. (laughs) (laughs) How many
0: college football programs are there?
2: In FBS? 130. In,
0: 130. in FBS. Show me the one that didn't call yesterday a exactly. win. Yeah. Florida? They did mm. not call it a win? Oh, yeah. Are it you was sure? definitely not a win. No,
2: I'm I'm sure it was not a win, but I guarantee you they called, they called, it, called it a win. <laughs> I don't know. They pro- I don't know that they posted anything. You know what? Jacksonville State also may not have called yesterday a win, to be honest with you. Because I think we sound like four kids. So you know. let's start somewhere. Well, oh, hey, poor guy Rich Rod only had like 14 days to work. Let's give him some, <laughs> let's give him a break. But JP did come in wearing his uh, this Vanderbilt hat and I that's did. a win cuz that's a solid cap. It is
0: a solid cap.
2: It's uh, yeah from it's from like 3 or 4 years ago Vandy their Sunday mm-hmm. patriotic uh, the baseball the Vandy boys. Yeah. Uh, I think
1: this year was a little different their caps but uh, but I like this the Star V with the American flag in the middle of the uh, a Yeah, it's a really good look.
2: I'll tell you who else called yesterday a win. <laughs> Jackson State, Coach Prime, and he wouldn't be wrong, flipped the number one recruit, or number two, depending on who you listen to, in the country. Top two recruit. Top two recruit in the country from his alma mater, <laughs> Florida State. Flips him to Jackson State, prompting some jersey burning, some... Uh, some fire Mike Norvell. Listen, did you know they had a Twitter spaces with fire Mike Norvell that Jackson State staffers were in and speaking, talking about the flip? It's insane.
0: Adding insult to injury. Right?
2: (laughs) So basically the Jackson State staffers went into the Florida State fans Twitter spaces and was talking trash.
0: We got your boy.
2: (laughs) So anyway... We wanted to talk about this because it's been, it's now been a year and a half basically that, uh, and this is the first full year of recruiting that Deion Sanders has been able to do at Jackson State following his incredible first year as coach. Oh, and he ain't done yet. Of the Tigers. And again, They are not done because they do, in fact, have the Celebration Bowl that they will play on Saturday against South Carolina State. They are 11-1 on the season, Jackson State is. And we talked about this when when, when Dion was hired with Teresa Phillips, the former athletics director at Tennessee State. So we want to bring her in now and talk a little bit more about it, kind of get a, a reaction to what we've seen over the last year, this football season, and now, of course, signing day where historically black colleges and universities have become a cool place to be again. So, Teresa, welcome in. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, good afternoon, guys. How are you all doing?
0: We're doing well, coach. Appreciate you taking some time from being retired to talk to us for a little bit. Um get right to the biggest reason that we had called you like Chris said, you know, um coach Prime flipping the number the top 2 recruit um Travis Hunter, cornerback who had been committed to Florida State, Dion's alma mater, speaking of adding insult to injury, <laughs> and being able to flip him to Jackson State and, and HBCU and it's created also it's created the buzz that a lot of people were, were expecting when Deion Sanders was named coach at Jackson State. But now there's a little well, now there's a little substance to go with with the, a little steak to go with the sizzle as Boots Donnelly would say. Mm-hmm. You know, um mm-hmm. it, is this a unique situation coach or do you expect more of this out of Coach Sanders? Well, I don't think it's a one-timer.
1: Um, and and I, it probably didn't hurt that he was a Florida State alum. You know, sometimes you can tell the story by story <laughs> your own house better than anyone else can. So, you know, you, in recruiting, you use every advantage you have. And uh, having played there, probably he used it as an advantage too in uh, making his pitch to this young man. But, I, I mean, wow. A year ago, had you asked me this? Um, I never think it's impossible to find one five star guy or one. Now, he's a little bit more than a five star. When you talk about one of the top two in the nation recruits um, who could have gone to school anywhere he wanted to go. But I mean, if I had to write down uh, anyone's name who at an FCS school or HBCU could have made that happen, hell, it wouldn't have been hard for me to come up with Coach Prime. So, I mean, <laughs> he did. There we go. I mean, but I think it's, it, it's more to what he's doing than signing a five star guy. And I, I think that that'll be little what he has tried to accomplish in his 14, 15 months down there. And what he says is his ultimate goal, and that is to raise the standards at HBCUs. Um, and I just will say to those in the SWAC and the rest of the HBCUs, FCS programs if you want to compete with Coach Prime and his. Boys down there, you better get on board and get on board real quick because, I, you know, that train has left the track and um, they're not looking back. He's doing a lot of things on several levels that I think makes this real.
0: And, Coach, you know, a, a lot of folks in this community kind of see this. And when you say if, if you're going to compete, you, you better get to work and looking at your former place of employment – Because Tennessee State kind of followed in the footsteps of Jackson State, getting a high profile coach in Eddie George. And and I've seen some things on social media, you know, Eddie, where's your top two recruit? And obviously it's not as easy as that. But I mean, the, the bar has been set, has it not?
1: The bar has been set. Uh, I applaud um, the leadership. I think really it was President Glover who really made that happen with with Coach Eddie. I think bringing in Jeff Fisher as a consultant was big. You know they're already losing coaches. You know <laughs> well they lost Hugh Jackson, the Grambling already. But you know when you bring in names, guys, you you may lose a few of them, but that that's okay. Go get another one. But but um you know matching what. Dion and coach prime is doing down in Jackson Mississippi and and us doing it here in Nashville Tennessee is is not quite comparison of apples and, and apples it's a little bit apple and orange but I tell you what he's laying a groundwork and it makes anyone who's looking from outside in or if you're in the inside having to compete against him you best you know what you best be trying to do and because I don't think they're going to stop I'm, I'm friends with a high level academic person down there who who used to be at Tennessee State and um, like she says, he's doing things not just for football, not just for athletics, but for the university and the community and that starts selling I mean you know they're about to have 70,000, hey listen to this they're about to have 70,000 people at the celebration bowl game and their high prior to this year was 35,000
0: had (laughs) 55,000
1: so he yeah. Had, had fifty five thousand
0: at the swag championship game, I think. So fifty
1: five thousand at the swag championship game. They're selling a thousand standing room only tickets at forty dollars a pop in Atlanta. So I mean, his the D- I call it the Dion or the Coach Prime Factor. <laughs> the Coach Prime Factor, and it exists. And you know, I believe the Dion had a plan. Uh, you can say whatever you want to about Dion. He's a diva. He's a this. He's a that. He's know, the best. For pro athletes ever in the history of, of athletics, uh, but he had a plan, and I think the key for this working so far, and I don't see it stopping, is that he was able to sell the university, meaning the AD, more importantly, the president, the board, on supporting his plan, and so, you know, uh, he, it's, it's a real deal, you know. It's a real deal, and, and but now you know they're they're going they're doing things with their facilities, they're doing things with the support uh, for those student athletes, they're doing it across the board, and because you're still not going to hold on to a five star if you don't have uh, some of the things that, that they would come to expect, and uh, and I think Jackson State is on board with doing all of that stuff as is uh, from from what I'm observing at Tennessee State, they're they're improving so many things. Uh, that we just didn't have when I was AD there. So I'm very proud to see uh, them making those improvements.
0: It's interesting, Coach, as as you look at Twitter, and I I probably spend way too much time on there, but the the backlash (laughs) that there was regarding Travis Hunter's signing with Jackson State, you know, basically people (laughs) saying he was selling himself short by going to Jackson State. But, you know, if you look at it, it, it right. makes some sense. I mean, if you if you are a five-star cornerback, why would you not want to go play for, arguably, or as Chris would say, it's not an argument, the greatest corner ever to play the game at the highest level?
1: You know, I think they're selling the young man short. Sometimes we all sell young people short, like they're as short visions as we are. Um, He is an autonomous human being uh, that made a choice with his family. Uh, Based on what you just said, if there were no other factors, it makes sense to any, you know, uh, observer who is an FCS, uh, a Florida State grad. You know, um, they just, you know, they they need to be very careful because when your fan base lashes out on a 17, 18 year old kid like this, Um, there are other 17, 18 year old kids that you're trying to recruit too. And it just kind of sells the, uh, the opposing recruiters on the fact that you're really just using these kids for their bodies, for their whatever, and that they don't have free will to do what they and their family think is best for them. And that gets into something where we could have a whole nother show on. Uh, but you know, uh, they, they best be careful about that. Cause I believe some of the Twitter, uh, Uh, Statements will be used against
2: them in future recruiting. One hundred percent. It's exactly why the University of Tennessee did not do a great job of signing Tennessee athletes in state this year. But I'm hoping that's going to change as well for not just Tennessee but other schools in the state. We got about a minute forty five, Teresa. So I don't, don't, you know, I I want to get your quick reaction to this and your your thoughts, but. HBCUs are, like I said, a cool place to be now, and Coach Prime is an is a major uh, factor in that. How does that help the HBCUs across you know across the country grow mm-hmm. now?
1: Well, they they've got to capitalize on it. I think that Jackson State will. Uh, I mean, you can't buy the type of of, of uh, attention that they've gotten nationally over the last thirty hours. Uh, DM's been getting attention for them all year, though, if you really look at it. Mm This has kind of propelled it even higher. People will jump on that. But, you know, in the end, you still have to have substance. And I think still the leadership at these schools because, you know, the transfer portal with free will for these athletes, you know, they might get excited and come initially. Or do you have what it's going to take to keep them in your program and to really propel yourself uh, into being if nothing else, playing for national championships on the FCS level. I don't envision a lot of HBCUs because of their enrollment levels, because of their endowment amount, really being FBS-level schools. And, and that sometimes offends people, but, you know, you've just got to be the best of what who you are what you are. If you're small, be the best small. You know what I mean? Make so the big time
2: where different.
0: you are, Mo. Yeah, Mo. <laughs> we're trying we're trying <laughs> Teresa Phillips retired AD at Tennessee State with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today come back
1: thank you take care guys